Florida, but across the nation and Canada, too. Call toll-free at 1-888-474-WIOD. And now, The Neil Rogers Show. Okay, boys and girls, that's a great start to the week there. Let's see, I punched that up. Look, I was playing good, but the only problem is it's on the production line on the DCS. George, that's the only problem. So guess what, boys and girls? Let's just pretend we didn't see that, okay? And let's start all over again by saying... Jeffrey Rush starred in the true story of a musical prodigy who suffered a nervous breakdown after being emotionally abused as a child. Now, Jeffrey Rush returns to the screen in the story of another music student who suffers an even worse fate. I'm here for my piano lesson, Mrs. Motherwell. Did you practice last week's lesson? Oh, yes, Mrs. Motherwell. All right, let's hear it. Okay. That's terrible! Ow, oh, my eye! Do it again! Okay. That's even worse! Ow, oh, my other eye! Again! Jeffrey Rush stars as a no-talent bum with two black eyes in Shiner. Shiner, now playing again and again and again until he gets it right at a theater near you. One more time. Okay, 10.02 at WYOD. Happy Monday to you. It's going to be a day-to-day, man. You can just feel it in your bones, can't you? You can just feel it. You can smell it almost. It's going to be some kind of a day. Oh, where the hell do we start? Do we start with that game on Saturday? Do we start with that? Did he start with the H word already this morning? Do we start the week with that? I don't know. Why the hell not? It's better than talking about all the other stuff that's going on. Yeah, let's uh, leave that for uh, some other time. (laughs) By the way, Fat Rich, you're getting on my nerves, mister. Too many Yentas out there. Everybody and their brother. We got engineers who are Yentas. We got uh, fat people who are Yentas. Neil's quote for the day, unlike Roger's quote for the day, which are kind of syrupy and a little bit uh, convoluted, my quote for the day is going to be very simple. Don't be a freaking Yenta, okay? That's my quote for the day. Don't be a Yenta, okay? Man, they're a dime a dozen. They're everywhere you look. That's all they're doing, like uh, hocking a china. Just find a life, okay? That would be a real good idea. Find a life. Get a search party out there. And as far as any of the people in the WYOD sales department are concerned, not to mention Brian Barber specifically, how about servicing the account, number one? Don't worry about banquets, about plaques. Thanks, by the way, to the people at Pompano Park. I couldn't possibly be there last night in my debilitated mental state in which I currently find myself. There was no way. But thanks to Carol Houck and the people at Pompano Park. Gave me a nice plaque last night, the Alan J. Finkelson Award for uh, the media and uh, Pompano Park and Harness Racing, for which I thank them profusely. 
But be that as it may, that's really not what it's all about, Brian. What it's all about is like getting us some copy and servicing the account and getting some some even minor, little, minuscule notion of what that account is all about. What it is that they do up there. You know, the little horses with the carts that keep going around and around and around. That's what it's all about. It's called harness racing. Baby, it's great. So getting back to that uh, thing, that game on Saturday. Good game. Good game, but as usual, I'm perplexed and confounded by the fans. They continue astonishing me. Eddie! Eddie! Yeah, Eddie scored two goals in that game. His first game back after the injury, right. But I said to J.D., remember introduced me to John Davidson, who was doing the game with Mike Emmerich for Fox nationwide Saturday with the national game. In between the second and third period, I said to J.D., I said, you know, this game is kind of like a microcosm of Eddie Jovanovsky's career with the Panthers, and that is the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, it's all in there. A horrendous giveaway early in the game, right at his own blue line, nearly resulting in a goal. Some of the dumbest penalties you'd ever want to see. One fight, of course, in which he got the snot kicked out of him. And then, of course, two goals. So, like, uh, all kinds of good stuff. And Dave Hyde yesterday, was it yesterday? I guess it must have been. And the Sun Sentinel had the balls. Nice going, David. Had the balls to actually tell it like it was about uh, Eddie's performance. As in, honestly, as opposed to, Eddie, Ed. I mean, Eddie's out there getting in a fight, getting the crap beat out of him, and the crowd's going, Eddie, Eddie. I, I, you guys, I don't understand you. I don't know what it's all about. I don't get it. Niedermeyer played great. Straka played great. Beezer played okay. We lost the game in overtime. See, we don't want to be going in all these overtimes because we just, overtime is deadly for the Panthers. It's the kiss of death. We blow leads late. And then, uh, although in this case, we tied it up, actually. In the third period, very early on, it was Eddie, Eddie. I guess now we got two players on the team that the crowd knows. We got, we only had one for a long time while Eddie was out injured there. By the way, also, the Sun Sentinel, I should mention to you that you ought to get your crap right, which you rarely do. Here next to the article about Scott Mellonby and the rats, which, quite frankly, the timing of this, I don't know what the hell that's all about, since we don't do the rats anymore, and uh, everybody should know about that. Right next to it, Petit suspended. Philadelphia defenseman Michelle Petit has been suspended pending an NHL hearing for kneeing Panthers forward Johan Garpenlov on Saturday. But Now, here's the best part. Petit, who received a major penalty in a game misconduct on the play, missed Sunday's game against the Rangers. Well, obviously he didn't receive a game misconduct because it was Melanie, whose picture is right next to this little inset article, who came out there to retaliate later and beat the snot out of Michelle Petit for doing the knee job and should have gotten a game misconduct, but he didn't. That's the whole point. But the Sun Sentinel, don't confuse them with the facts because it's a local newspaper. They just put any crap in there that uh, they can come up with. By the way, what are we going to do with those aromatherapy people in here? Did they ever uh, come back? we got to do something because there's something in here like the other joint now. See, we've been in here five months. We've been in here long enough now that there's a fungus among us, which i got to, by the way, before I get back into that game stuff, tip my hat to my uh, Italian doctor. Dr. Mark, this guy is a freaking genius. How long have I told you? If you find a doctor that has any idea what he's doing, don't ever let him go. And that's the truth. You find a good doctor, man, that's better than uh, money. It's better than liquid gold. It's better than sex. It's better than anything. Because without a good doctor, man, you got you got sores. you got serious problems. And so here I was sitting on Friday listening to all you witch doctors out there. Oh, yeah, you got to do this and you got to do that and stick your head in Drano. Okay. In fact, if I would have stuck my head in Drano over the weekend, it would probably have been an improvement. But at any rate... So I go to my doctor on Friday, and of course I've had the thing with the real dry lips since coming back from Vegas. I'm beginning to think that this whole thing, the doctor may be wrong about part of the reason. He said that it's like a real low-grade virus kind of a thing, it'll go away, which it is. But you know what I think? I think it's an allergic reaction, and you know what I think it's an allergic reaction to? 
Remember when I did that Mark Jacobson show? And they loaded me up with enough makeup for 74... Uh, the, the entire cast of West Side Story. Now, somebody mentioned to me that a lot of people have allergic reactions. In fact, the next day, even though I tried washing it off pretty good, like the left side of my nose, there was a big Enrique kind of growth. And like it went away. But you know what I'm saying? Like an allergic uh, thing? A skin thing. And so I think that this uh, whole thing is a reaction. I think lawsuit sounds good to me. That makeup bitch that put on about 40... How much makeup do you need? Again, I guess, you know, somebody pointed out to me at the game the other day... He tapes that show with me, okay? Now, he, meaning Mark Jacobson, he sits behind that desk, right? So you basically only see him, and he has lost a lot of weight. He looks pretty good for him. But, you, but, you, but even if he hadn't, you'd never know. He puts me out on the edge, so to speak, out on the edge of the desk on that high chair like a little infant, and my puppet hanging out. If I was behind the desk like he was, you'd see me like from about mid-chest level up, and you wouldn't know if I weighed like 150 or 550, and it wouldn't make any difference. So the idea, I guess, of that show is to make him look as good as possible, which ain't easy because this is America, and to make the guest look uh, as unflattering as possible, especially if it's me. Never dawned on me before. Nice going, Mark, you maniac. I'm still pissed off about that thing that they bleeped out, that, uh, that deal about Wayne. And by the way, speaking of Wayne, more bad information here. Oh, so anyway, getting back to Dr. Mark. I got so much crap here, man, but my mind is a little bit scattered this morning. Uh, at any rate, so the doctor says to me, don't use that Vaseline lip therapy. Good good information for you, George, since you're the one that was peddling that with best of well, intentions. Well, gave it to me, too. Yeah. So I passed it along. We just keep passing it down the line because it doesn't work. I didn't know Carmax. And the reason that... What about Carmax? Does that have alcohol in that one? I don't think so. It's just... Uh, Wax. Yeah. It doesn't work. So at any rate, you don't want to put most of this stuff on your lips when you have real dry lips because it has in it alcohol. And guess what alcohol does to your skin? When in doubt, it dries it out. So you're trying to put this stuff on there. I guess if you've got a cut or something, it might be okay. But if you have, like, real chapped, dry lips, don't be putting that Vaseline lip therapy on it. It'll kill you. So the doctor says, just go and get a regular jar of Vaseline. And I thought to myself, I don't live in a trailer park. I ain't getting no Vaseline. Oh, and apologies to my Italian, El Professori, by the way. Couldn't possibly be there Saturday morning. I've been uh, psychotic all weekend. No way. But at any rate, so I get the regular Vaseline, put it on my lips Friday night, wake up Saturday morning, it's like 70% improved. Put it on again uh, over the weekend, and this morning it's like 90% better. And even my tongue is like 90% uh, better. How do you like that? Which may or may not have to do with the irritation there, but I think it's that makeup. I think it's the allergic reaction to about 175,422 pounds of makeup. Speaking of makeup, how did Rick's wife do it at uh, Mrs. America pageant out there? Oh, we don't know yet? Well, I'm sure we'll hear about it at 2 o'clock. Yeah, I thought there was uh, some emergency or something, because I know Rick and Suds are taking off on vacation next week, the same week that I am, which I thought was kind of bizarre in the first place. But, you know, you get your dates locked in and your flights, and he's got another one of these skiing deals. Great. More power to him. But Friday, Rick and Suds aren't here, and I'm asking everybody, what the hell's going on? Is uh, Did somebody, uh, one of the weasels, get a bad uh, case of diarrhea? What's going on over there in that family? And it seemed to be kind of mysterious. And by the way, Brooke did a damn good job, too. Nice going, Brooke. I like Brooke. She's okay in my book, okay? A little too schmaltzy sometimes, but she's, she's great. Nice going, sweetheart. Now, actually, there's nothing wrong with Brooke at all. It's just that because she reminds me so much of Randy, that that part of it, you know... If we can just clear that out of our brains, then we'll be okay. We'll get along fine. You know what I'm saying? And she can't help that. That's just her. She's not imitating Randy because, quite frankly, who would want to? But she's just being herself. 
But there's just that randyish uh, thing that if we once get over that, she's great. But at any rate, there was kind of this mystery, like how come Rick ain't here today? And through the uh, rumor mill today, it's starting to uh, put the pieces together. Oh, yeah, you know the WID rumor mill? Which is very, very, I mean... It... Yeah, that one. So <laughs> that's going to get a lot of use. Boca Brian strikes again. It's going to get a lot of use, Brian. Yeah. So anyway, she was uh, Mrs. Rick Riley was in another one of these Mrs. Beauty uh, pageants in, where was it, Kansas City, I believe? Some horrendous place like that. Man, oh, man, I sure hope she did better than that little uh, girl out in Denver. You know, the one from the beauty pageant? Oh, and speaking no. of that, have we? do you think we've had enough of Mark Furman this week? You know what kills me about these television assholes is that on the one hand, you notice every show that he's on now, with the exception of Larry King, I'm surprised Larry didn't do an uh, uh, Al Jolson thing and put on blackface to do the interview, because everybody who interviews Mark Furman now, who's busy peddling his book, as revolting as we find him, but we're just on our hands and knees to see who can get him first, because he's out there peddling his book. Uh, Oprah had him on. you see that? And she sat there and basically kissed his ass. And then this morning, CBS, which I rarely watch that show because I still can't, I can't figure out which pictures that uh, Jose uh, Diaz Bilart, whatever his name is, is that, is that him or is that his brother? Which one is he? Is he Jose, uh, oh, that's right, Lincoln Diaz Bilart and Jose Diaz and Abraham Lincoln Diaz, whatever his name is. He's got, this man's got to have naked pictures. He's on a national TV show on CBS. He's got no personality. He was bad on local TV here. Jose Diaz uh, Julio. I mean, he is terminal. He's as boring as uh, spit. So at any rate, guess who's interviewing uh, Mark McEwen? Uh, yeah, interviewing Mark Furman. Mark McEwen. Fat, bald, and black. And well, you do live up there in Idaho, just a matter of uh, 50 minutes from the uh, compound of all the uh, skinheads, the area they... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, there it was again. How do you like that? Turn on CBS News this morning and I'm hearing... <laughs> all over you. No matter where you turn, you can't get away from it. And the interesting part is they act very uh, incensed and very outraged, but they just can't wait to get him on because, uh, you know... Because it's the ratings they're interested in, not because they like him, because they want to make sure that you understand, we all understand that they detest him and they find him deplorable and subhuman. But can we help you sell that bookmark? How long will you come on for? How much time will you give us? 1014 at WIOD. If you're tired of being treated like crap by your bank, if you're tired of all the problems and the screw-ups and the fact that they don't even care about it, which is the part that infuriated me a few months ago, do what I did. Switch over to Family Bank. Man, it's a machaya. Family Bank is the place where you're a valued customer, not just a number in a pewter somewhere. Family Bank is locally owned, locally operated. They do business the traditional, the old-fashioned way. If you want to talk to a loan officer, you don't have to wait for some stranger, some Yahoo in Atlanta or Charlotte, North Carolina, to approve your loan. You'll talk to people right here who will approve your loan, or not, as the case may be. And they've also got the lowest service fee anywhere in Broward County. Family Bank offers all the features of any other bank, like ATMs at every location, honoring Presto, Honor, and Cirrus Networks. And you'll find them all over the place in Broward. There are seven Family Bank locations, including one out there in the Sawgrass by me. Great going, Matt. And one right up the street here on Sterling Road in Hollywood. Family Bank, doing business the traditional way locally because customer satisfaction is what they're all about. So if you're pissed off, if you're unhappy, if you're sick and tired of all the screw-ups with your bank, make the smart switch to Family Bank. Member FD. DIC. 610 WIOD. Liberty Parish, Cuba. Liberty Parish, Cuba. 
Last week, I did the craziest thing. I flew to Oakland to learn Ebonics. And then I hit the street to go check out my style. And what happened was quite ironic. There was a black guy standing on the corner. I said to him, what's up? And your blood, what's going down? Well, he looked at me as if I was some kind of freak. And you won't believe what he called me. Jigaboo, jigaboo. Now, how do you like a jigaboo, jigaboo? Bet you don't like a jigaboo, jigaboo. The honky don't like a jigaboo, jigaboo, boo, boo. He said he bought a for you. And he pulled out a gun. I said, hey, man, I'm just learning Ebonics 101. Then he aimed at me and said, here's lesson 102. As I lay there, I thought I was dying. Someone called the paramedics, I presume. Then another dude said, man, you pathetic honky fool. Do the bonics again and we'll be dancing you. Jigaboo, jigaboo. Now how do you like it? Jigaboo, jigaboo. Bet you don't like it. Jigaboo, jigaboo. The honky don't like it. Jigaboo, jigaboo, boo, boo. WRD. I won't mention this pair of tickets, and I want to thank, uh, what's the guy's name? That's our good close friend that comes to all games and uh, drop these tickets off for tomorrow night's game. What's his name? Mike. Mike. Thanks, Mike. I think it was Mike. But at any rate, uh, here's a pair. One, oh, that's right. That is Mike because it's in 125. There's a pair for tomorrow's game against San Jose. I might just give those away to somebody today. I think we probably will, and I'll have to come pick them up. But at any rate, here's uh, Opalaka. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Pop, 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 pop. Okay, let's go to a lady in uh, Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Is this Neil Rogers? Yes, it is. This is Kathy Nardi from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes, Kathy. And I'm a friend of Mike Lang's. All right. And I just called to see your opinion of uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. My opinion is they've got real problems. They do. They're losing every day, Kathy. They really do. Like yesterday, they stunk the joint out against the lowly Islanders. I watched that game, and it was a very depressing thing. How often do you get to Pittsburgh? Pardon? How often do you get to Pittsburgh? I don't. Why not? Why Can't not? Can you come up here in the summer? For what? To visit Mike Lang. Why should I go up there when Mike comes down here? Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, I see Mike when he comes down here. I don't need to go up there in that place. Oh, but that's a fun place. It is? Pittsburgh's great. Pittsburgh? What? Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's oh, great. Yeah, well, whatever you say. I haven't been there in a long time. I sure hope they cleaned it up. Well, they did. I'll tell you what I like is the Mountain View Inn. Mountain View Inn? Mountain View Inn. Where's that at? Oh, some little town there by Pittsburgh. What's the name of that town? I don't Morgan know. Morgantown. What is it? Morgantown, West no. Virginia? No, no, not in West Virginia. Right by Pittsburgh. It's Greensburg. like in a suburb. Greensburg. That's it. You got it, Kathy. Greensburg. Yeah. You never had dinner at the Mountain View Inn? No. Pretty good place. But when the next time you talk to Mike, yeah. you tell Mike you talk to Kathy Nardi yeah. from the huddle. And he'll say what? He goes to the huddle. He goes there a lot. He did? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're after every game. Yeah, no Mary, I mean, no uh, Yagari, no Francis yesterday. The Penguins have fallen on hard times, Kathy. I think you're right. Yeah. You think Mario's going to go? He's going to retire? Yes, I do. I do, too. Uh-huh. And this it's sad a... for our team, uh, It's very sad for everybody because Mario's the best. Yeah. 
Well, it was nice talking with you. We're under touch base. Well, tell them, give Mike a big kiss for all of us. I will. Thanks, See Kathy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Stu Barnes, too. And Jason Woolley also, by the way. Stu played a good game yesterday. He was the only one on that team that played at all. I'm still waiting to hear. Eddie, Eddie, come on, let's hear it. Let's hear why he's the fan favorite there. Everybody loves him. The whole crowd, they were in a frenzy. Eddie, Eddie, come on, let's hear about it. We have uh, all the lines open in Dade, 6229463. All the lines open in Broward, 7679463. Two on the out of town lines, as in both of those, 1888474963. I might just not give these tickets away today, the way this is going. Talk about a welcome back on Monday morning, man. Talk about a good swift kick in the ass. Here's Port St. Lucie on a mobile. Hello. Happy Monday, Neil. Back to you. Uh, this weekend was watching Saturday Night Live. Yes. I think somebody up there is listening to you because they were doing a bit at the beginning of the show where they showed this Italian family that hand paints the cue cards. It takes an hour per cue card. And the first cue card they held up said, wow, I think I pooped my pants. Oh, my God. And I thought Next week they're a... holding one up that says... <laughs> Yeah. That was, but I figured you'd get a, a kick out of that. I love it. All right. Well, this is. I a, pooped my pants. Yep. And this is a skinny Italian from Arkansas, and I love you, Neil. All right. Have a good day. Buongiorno. Bye-bye. Yeah, skipped Italian class Saturday morning. I was just uh, ready to blow my brains out. In fact, I still am, but, you know, the show must go on. It's just show business, folks. It's just a radio show. It's just entertainment. It's not the beginning and end of the world. That's obvious, judging from these phones. It's not really awfully important. Met a lot of really great people at the game, though, the other night, Saturday. A lot of people over there at Best Buy in uh, over by the Sawgrass yesterday went in there to pick up a couple of things, like some fax paper for my fax machine and a couple of other minor little things. And, uh, man, everybody in there, they were genuflecting. Everywhere you go, everybody listens to this show, okay? Everybody in the world listens to this show. It's amazing. Nobody calls it, but they all listen to it. That's all that counts. We don't mind. Don't bother calling me because you got important things to do and you don't need these stupid tickets anyway. And I will demean you and degrade you and probably not give them to you anyway. But, hey, it's worth a shot. The price is right. What does it cost? Cheaper than a lottery ticket. Boy, how would you like to have won the lottery this week? $7 million. A putrid $7 million and three winners. So that's like two and, uh, two and a third million. Right? Pretty weak. Pretty weak. 20 years. Now, do they still do it that way? Do they do that annuity business, which is a real ripoff, which makes it even a bigger uh, sucker bet than anything else in the world, that lottery? But uh, I think they still do the annuity, so they pay you like over 20 years, and uh, what's two and a half million? So that's like what, about a hundred, little over a hundred grand a year? Now for some of you schleppers out there, that would be, oh my God, there you go, I'm going to retire. Like you, you could retire in a hundred grand a year easy, right? Sure, I'll take it. No, seriously, couldn't you? For the rest of your life? Okay. <laughs> Move to a small town, low cost of living. Sure. What do you mean by that? Can't cost you a hundred grand a year to live now unless you're uh, deeply in the minus column. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. I forgot you are making the big bucks. Now you got the title. I forgot about. It. I'm sorry. Here's a mobile in the Hollywood. Hello. Brilliant. And the best part of the whole thing is that that wouldn't go off of there. Broward County opens seven eight seven seven six seven. Give the right number. That might help. It won't make any difference. Seven six seven nine four six three seven six seven. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. The crowd in a frenzy there Saturday afternoon. Eddie, Eddie. He scored two goals. He just came back. Eddie, Eddie. He got eighty-five stupid penalties. Eddie. He coughed it up. Eddie. He got the crap beat out of him in that fight. 
They got their favorites, baby. Don't confuse them with the facts. I still say, let's make that deal now. And by the way, talking about making a deal with Montreal, they're desperate. That deal, they got to make a deal pretty soon, pretty fast. Because they stink the joint out. They made the Leafs look like a real team Saturday night. Leafs 5, Montreal 1. Oh, baby. We won a game. Don't get too excited about it, but boy, those Canadiens, they are pathetic. They need a good defenseman, okay, which I guess leaves Eddie out. Haven't I told you that Eddie ought to be a center, that he's got great scoring instincts? He ain't no defenseman, never going to be. He ought to be a center. Put Dvorak back on the wing, put Eddie as a center out there in that line, and I guarantee you this team will start sticking it in the net. Guaranteed. Can't miss. But they won't listen to me. And Chris Wells, a healthy scratch again Saturday, eh? Now that Brian was back again, Brian Scrutland. <laughs> He was having a little trouble after each shift. He was going over there puking his guts out, he said, on the bench after each shift and losing every faceoff. In fact, what did we do? Lose about 90% of the important faceoffs, 98% in that game? Yes, we did, including the one there at the end when they scored and Lindros tipped it in overtime. But, hey, it's just a game, and they won again last night. They beat the Rangers in kind of a, uh, I don't know, that was kind of a marginal game, to be honest with you. Gary Thorne tried to make it into something that it wasn't, but uh, thanks to Garth Snow, who all of a sudden found a life and don't ever lose anymore, Hextall sitting on the bench, and Snow is winning for the Flyers night after night after night, day after day after day. But I'm going to tell you something. Forget about them. Let me give you a little tip right now. There's three teams in the league right now. There's the Buffalo Sabres who win every day. Not just most of the time. They win every day. And there's the Dallas Stars and the Colorado Avalanche who both win every single stinking day. Those are the three teams right now, boys and girls, for all you H people. 1028 at WIOD. 610 WIOD. About as functional as Al Bundy. Back at you. Oh! 1031 WSO was Tommy Kramer that got everybody crazy this morning and cooked up that really a half-baked stupid thing about Dustin Hoffman being dead, which he's not, by the way. I just, I was sitting back there in our little uh, cubicle back there and I heard some, I, I thought it sounded like Tommy Kramer saying about they just saw the, or they reran the graduate on TV over the weekend and he just saw Dustin Hoffman again, then he found out he was dead. And I, you know, my ears picked up a little bit at that point. And I thought to myself, he's dead? And uh, then I heard the rest of it and I realized he's not dead. And poor Janelle down at the Pax and Main building doesn't need all these goofballs calling up wondering, uh, what, you know. Yeah, wouldn't you have thought it might be in the newspaper or like on the news or somewhere if he really were dead, was dead, might be dead, but he's not. Dustin Hoffman's still alive. They hit him with five shots, and he's still... Five, I said, not six. And he's still alive. I mean, what kind of crap is that? Plus, he wasn't at the Empire State Building over the weekend. See, there you go, folks. America, one more time. But I'm not going to go into it, because you don't care. You accept it. I mean, dead babies and dead tourists and all this. You accept it. It's a big joke. It's very funny. And, I, you know, that's fine. And if that's the way you think that life ought to be, I'm very happy for you. I'm very unhappy for you. I'm very unhappy for me. Because I'm surrounded by people who believe that this is the way things ought to be. But hey, that's what Howard Beale said too, and look what it got him. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey Neil. How yes, sir. Are you? Buenos dias. Oh, everything's great. Listen, I, you know, you turned, Martina. <laughs> you turned me on to hockey. Yeah. And I was watching the game Saturday. <clears throat> yeah. And the, the Panthers threw a little bit of cojones though when uh, Garvinlov got a uh, knee. Yeah. The least they sort of retaliated. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We still lost the game, though. I know. It was just a, it was a heartbreak. Mellonby came out there and kicked the crap out of Petit, although the Sun Sentinel says Petit got a game of misconduct, in which case he wouldn't have been out there. So I guess Mellonby thought he kicked the crap out of Petit, but he was not. I mean, the Sun Sentinel, man, what a bunch of embarrassing fools over there. What a bunch of retards. Oh, he got a game of misconduct. I, listen, oh, there's not God. a sports writer in Miami 
that are South Florida that knows what the hell's going on about anything. It's sad. It's very, it's pathetic. It is. Although I'll give David Hyde again credit. I'll give him high marks for having the guts to tell the truth about Eddie and the real story about his performance on Saturday. This has been Eddie's problem all along. He could score six goals in the game, but he might give up six other ones. And, uh, you know, because they scored on two power play goals while he was in the penalty box. Exactly. And I don't think he got three penalties. I think he got four, if my memory is right. Pretty sure he got four. I think you're right, too. And, you know, you can't have a defenseman out that you're depending on, especially on a power play, sitting on the, the penalty. Yeah, and you also can't have a defenseman who keeps coughing it up and doesn't play defense. Like I said, make him into a center. Let him do what he does best. He's got a great shot. He's got offensive instincts. Make him into a center like Keith Primo. He's fast. He's uh, He can stick it in there. He's not a defenseman, okay, guys? But they won't listen to me because they're the experts. Well, you know, I've Even won- though we haven't won a game in five games, they're the experts. I'm just a dummy with a big mouth on the radio. I know nothing. Well, I tell you what, if they have a poll, I'll vote for you to be the next coach. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or at least the assistant, anyway. <laughs> okay, pal. Have a good day. And have a great life. Bye-bye. Open line of day at 622-WYOD. We have a pair in Broward, 767-9463-767-WYOD. Another sellout. Every game will be a sellout. That's the one thing I'll say. Everybody's in their seats. They're all like, Eddie, 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 Eddie. It's getting louder and louder and louder and louder. It's like a, uh, oh, man. In fact, when they introduced the starters and he came out there, you would have thought that Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Maurice the Rocket Richard, Bobby Orr, all wrapped up into one and just stepped on the ice. Eddie! Eddie! I'm thinking, oh, hey, okay. Okay, let's not get too carried away. Let's see what the kid does out there. And uh, sure enough, first couple of minutes, oops, there it goes. And poor uh, Billy Lindsay, I don't want to even single him out because Billy's a great player and usually, uh, you know, game after game. An unsung hero, but he had himself a rough night. You know, a rough afternoon, whatever. Well, maybe I hope he had a good night. But at any rate, uh, he had a rough afternoon, coughed it up once, coughed it up twice, really, once resulting in that breakaway goal by Brindamore. But, hey, he's he's uh, entitled, okay? How often has anybody said Lindsay had a crappy game? Very, can't remember the last time. So he's entitled. It happens to uh, the worst of us. We have two open lines in date, 622-9463-622-WYOD. Here's Aventura. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I met you yesterday at the uh, Emerald Coast. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm calling you, finally. I took the day off just to call you. A lot of my people in there yesterday at the Emerald Coast Buffet. Yeah, oh, the food was unbelievable. Food is outstanding. Yeah, I mean, I probably gained 15 pounds there. No, I, I got on the scale this morning in spite of some bad eating over the weekend, and I'm still uh, holding my own, so to speak. Oh, great. I'm <laughs> hanging right on it. Okay, um... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to tell you also there's a lot of uh, you listeners that can call you during the day because they're working. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just can't get to... Well, it's usually on Monday. See, the rest of the week people screw off, but on Monday they have to, like, uh, you know, get their act together again after the weekend. And so people on Monday, it's uh, like 500 times as difficult on them. It's impossible. So if I were smart, I would I would not come in on Monday. The only problem being they decided to pay me on Monday, so... They realize that there's that incentive to stay home and call in sick on Monday. But if your paycheck is there, you're a little more inclined to show up. So Pakistan gets smart, right? Right. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay, great, uh, great, Neil. I love your show. Not yet. I'll call you soon. Okay, pal. Thanks. Good to see you. Yeah, there's a guy who's just uh, kind of hanging out there at the Emerald Coast with his wife, waiting to get uh, in there and have some of that great. That's a great place. Great place, man, I'm telling you. And they don't use MSG, and they don't use craft. Uh, they use canola oil, and they use the best ingredients. Not a sponsor or anything. In fact, they probably don't need to because that place is jamming most of the time. And, yes, there are some old farts in there. Can't... Oh, speaking of old farts, 
Uh, I got two uh, things here, which are both related to that topic. Florida's driver's licenses can be renewed by telephone now. Are you ready for this? Oi! Your driver's license expires in the next two or three days, but it seems the only time you remember you need to renew it is late at night or on the weekends. Sound familiar? Fortunately, if you're eligible for mail-in renewal, all you have to do is pick up a phone to renew your license or change your address. The Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles, my ass! is offering renewal via a 1-900 call available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Mail-in renewal no, no, uh, notices explain the new touch-tone phone option. So let's say that you've had your driver's license for the last six years, and maybe you like had a debilitating stroke, but you keep driving anyway. And your head is like, out the west side, like, like that. But you keep driving anyway. They don't know. Let's say you're 96 years old, but you don't get any tickets because you only drive like five blocks and you cause everybody else to have an accident, but you're never involved in one. You certainly never go fast enough to get a speeding ticket, so you have no violations, and they give you a mail-in renewal for another six years. That means you'll be 102. A lot of other people will be dead. They won't make it to 25 if they get in your way, but you'll be 102 before it expires again and before they send you another mail-in renewal or just do it by phone. And, of course, if you're smart and you're 125 years old, the thing to do is have somebody who's like maybe your great-great-great-great-great-granddaughter sit there and make the call say, oh, yes, this is Mrs. Schwartz, and I want to renew my body. Oh, you sound pretty good for 149, Mrs. Schwartz. Oh, yes, I'm in very good health. Please send me. Okay, here you go. It's in the mail. And you wonder, talk about ineptitude and incompetence in this state, and you wonder why we have so many geeks and so many old farts who have no business whatsoever being out there on a highway. You wonder why the driving here is so bad. It's like taking your gland in your hand just to go out there on a highway. It's, unbel it's unacceptable is what it is. But they're doing it now not just by mail-in, but by phone. Oh, no problem, Mr. Uh, uh, Epstein. Here you go. You're 187 today. Happy birthday to you. Here's your new license. It'll be in the mail tomorrow. And don't go too fast. Watch it now. And in line with that, here's a letter to the editor, which I read these every day in the Scum Sentinel, because usually they're a source of humor and comedy, and today is no exception. From Irving in Delray Beach. Oi! In fact, I might just do something special in honor of Irving in a moment here. The headline over the letter to the editor says, Florida benefits greatly from seniors... Your editorial cartoon by Chan Lo on February 4th regarding the state song and its new lyrics was not funny. Although we do play golf, tennis, and bowl, and we do frequent the twilight dinners at local restaurants, the twilight dinners, Oy! we seniors also volunteer at hospitals, nursing homes, and serve in we care programs and open our neighbor's mail. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not in there. Some of us drive cops' cars patrolling our condos. Being yentas. That's right, being professional yentas. Our seniors have brought their retirement money down here and made the restaurants, department stores, and flea markets happy. Right, you should live so long, Irving. You've put most of the restaurants, like Pumpernick's, out of business by stealing the silverware. By taking in those big sacks and putting all the pickles and the rolls and all the other stuff in there. $50 worth of freebies with every $3 meal. And most of all, Irving says, 
Florida benefits from the taxes seniors pay, so tell the funny cartoons to the Marines. Signed, Irving in Delray Beach. Nice going, Irving. And by the way, Irving, go back where you came from soon, okay? We'll buy you a sandwich. Oi! Took the car to the mall. She drives my Buick and she's three feet tall. I wouldn't ride with her, no way. I said I'd meet her there later today. So I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray, waiting for the lolly bus to take me away. Boy, I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray with my friends. Forty-three at WIOD. You want a really great piece of meat the way meat was meant to be? Then you check out the Kansas City Steakhouse. You won't be disappointed. I'm talking about the best. Great steaks at great prices like the filet mignon Kansas City Strip. And the Duke of all steaks, the Cattleman's Porterhouse. Twenty big ounces of thick, delicious, succulent, corn-fed beef. Or you may want to try the slow-roasted prime rib in 8, 12, and 16-ounce cuts. Kansas City Steakhouse has got seafood. they got fresh fish specials every night. If that doesn't fit you to the brim, the Kansas City Steakhouse desserts absolute will. Try their campfire marshmallows or their Mississippi mudslide. They've got a happy hour every afternoon between 4 and 7 and the p.m. Every Monday night, like tonight, is barbecue rib night where you get a hearty slab of baby backs for only $7.95. Try this place out, man. They brought us in lunch a couple of weeks ago. It was unbelievable. A big, big, juicy steak the likes of which I haven't had in a long time. So head over to the Kansas City Steakhouse at 5645 University Drive in Davie, just a quarter mile north of Sterling Road on the west side of University, and look for coupons in the Sun Sentinel for appetizer and prime rib specials, too. For more info, call them at 680-0322, 680-0322, the Kansas City Steakhouse in Davie. 610 W-I-O-D. She's got 12 eyes. Three are lodged in her back. Two on the right side, and I'm presuming they mean the right side of her head. One in her left shoulder. Yeah. Then she's got one under her chin. So I guess she would be staring at her own cleavage all the time. Oh, yeah, you know, if she, you know, started smoking pot, she'd look like a pile of hot embers coming down the street. Rick and Suds, weekday afternoons at 2 on 610 WIOD. 610 WIOD. Neil Rogers is my lover. I believe we're ready now, nurse. Congratulations, Mr. Jackson. Here's your new baby boy. Would you prefer paper or plastic? Plastic, please. 
Gourmet doing, by the way. It's 1049 at WIOD. We have an open line in date, 622-9463-622-WIOD. Just remember, the seniors are at the Twilight Dinners, and they're paying their taxes, and they're opening their neighbor's mail, and they're patrolling the condo, being yentas everywhere they go. In fact, I bet you there are a lot of seniors can relate to. <laughs> yep. Here's a lady in a lady mobile, no less, in Lake Worth. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Great. Um, Much better. Well, good. Much improved over Friday, I'll tell you that. My tongue is like back in one piece, and my lips are in the right place, and, uh, you and know. you're talking better. You don't yes, sound I am. like you're talking with the sex function. That's right. Yeah. Friday was kind of bad. <laughs> um, as part of my, what I do for a living, I ran across a lady, well, didn't run across her, literally, but um, um, a lady client last week, 80 years old. Uh, she just had renewed her, her driver's license by mail. Of course. Um, she has. She says. She says. I can't see. I have macular degeneration. I right. haven't driven for five years. But because she hasn't driven for five to six years, she had the license. She's a safe driver. Right. She has no tickets. Actually, she's not out there speeding. She's not causing all these problems. So therefore, let's give her another license. If she calls him, she was very honest about it. She calls him. She said, "Listen, why are you renewing? Offering? I can't see. I can't see anything. I, why are you?" Oh, uh, they said, "Don't let that bother you. We got a lot of people like that driving in Florida. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. They, they, they said, Go out you, there and take a spin." You, 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 you need an ID anyway. Just renew it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, is that, said, is that what is that what they said? Yeah, they said you you need an ID anyway. Just renew it. Go ahead and renew it. She, <laughs> she couldn't see, and they told her to renew it anyway. I love it. That is the greatest story in the history of this godforsaken state. I just my chin dropped, and I just I was like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Beautiful. So that's why we have to like avoid them. Welcome to Florida. I say. You said it. <laughs> Thanks for the good news. I'll be seeing you. All right. Maybe. We have an open line at Broward, 767. She's just a little bit on the blind side, this old lady. She says, what are you doing this? I mean, even at least she's honest enough to say, what are you doing this for? So how would Rick's wife do? she take home the first ribbon or what? Adam, she get the first ribbon? We have an open line on the out-of-town line, one 888 one That thing with these beauty pageants, boy, that's a source of real, I mean, what is that all about, huh? Beauty pageants, uh, uh, uh. Here's a mobile in uh, the Grove. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Two things. Do you find it coincidental with this discovery of DNA cloning of the sheep and Michael Jackson having a baby? Yeah. Okay. And the second thing is, only in Miami would navigational negligence be converted into martyrdom. Think about it. Okay. Take care, Neil. Have a great day. Whatever you say. 
We have an open line in Dade, 622-9463, 622-WYOD. I was driving to work this morning, by the way, and I saw a value jet plane coming into uh, Fort Lauderdale uh, Hollywood International Airport, and it made my blood boil. Speaking of navigational incompetence or whatever this guy just said. I mean, let's get serious, okay? These are people who, like uh, this airline, murdered a bunch of people is the way I look at it. That, that would be my term for it. <clears throat> Through gross negligence and neglect and ineptitude. And uh, the government says, well, uh, yeah, go ahead and fly some more. Not everywhere you want to go, but just go ahead. Because we like those cute planes you got. Man, oh, man. And you think this country, you think that this government really gives a crap about us? You be dreaming, baby. And you wonder why, uh, why crap is going on? They're too busy uh, doing graft and stuff. They don't have time for any of this other stuff. They're too busy doing graft. They're grafting it. Here's Cooper City on a mobile. Hello. Eddie. Eddie. There we go. There you go. Eddie. I, I was pulling for him Saturday. Yeah. I see those uh, 14,703 hats go back on the ice. Yeah. He had a couple of shots at it, too, there. Yeah, we were, uh, we were rooting for him. Big, um, of course, we did lose the Strzok game. But yeah, Strzok had a big game. He is so quick. We were out there watching him at the pre-skate. I can't believe how fast he is. So much faster than the other guys. Yeah, he makes things happen, Marty. And he went that one on that goal. He got the first goal. He went right around everybody. Went right to the net. Slid it off the skate. I mean, it just happened at the skate. But nevertheless, he went all the way to the net and made a great play. And he played a damn good game. And yeah. Niedermeyer played a tremendous game too for a change. Yeah, he was hitting a few folks there. Uh, I'm, I mean, that's my first year as a fan. And I got. But what is with those fans, though? What is the Eddie? What what is it? Do they like the way he looks? Do they like the number? Do they like the fact he gets in a lot of stupid fights? What is it? And how come I keep hearing my echo back on your phone? I don't know why, but I like uh, it though. <laughs> I like the sound of it. It's great. It's like reverb. He's, he's a big guy. I don't know. Yeah, that's what they like. They like it big. The Panther fans, they like it big. I got a question, Neil. Too. Yes, sir. Uh, why do the fans sometimes start whistling? Like I said, I'm a new, a new uh, fan this year. You're asking me? Yeah, they start whistling like when they're playing for a while. I guess what I'm thinking maybe they want a goal or something. I heard it a lot during the Rangers. Whistling game. usually means if the referee makes a crappy call, they start whistling, or else they start yelling obscenities at him, which is more appropriate. Or, uh, you know, I don't know. Who knows? It's and a dumb thing that only the... What is it? Okay, it get a new phone, pal, and have a great uh, life. We have an open line on the uh, purple mobile line, uh, uh, Pound IOD, and we have one in Broward, 767. Yeah, those Montreal fans, they are brutal. They're the worst. They're worse than the Philadelphia fans. They are the worst. Canadians were sticking the joint out there on Saturday. This poor kid, uh, Theodore, jo uh, Jose Theodore, was in nets for Montreal. He had won like three games in a row for them and played his guts out, playing tremendously well. And uh, he plays one bad game. and did let in a couple of really greasy goals uh, by Wendell Clark. But nevertheless, uh, plays one bad game. And they were then from that point on, as soon as he would stop even a little, a little shooting, you know, they're doing the jeering and the sarcastic applause. You people from Montreal, man. <laughs> exactly. Whatever that was that just was on there. There's all of it and then some. Uh, second that emotion. You suck. Go back to Montreal, you frogs, you. They're disgusting. They're a bunch of pigs. And the best part of the whole deal is, for some reason, I don't know how they got the tickets, but all these Leafs fan came, fans came in from Toronto and from all over Ontario. They got on buses. They got on trains. And like 50% of the crowd Saturday night in Montreal was Leafs fans. They were yelling, go Leafs, go, louder than they do in Toronto, eh? It was great. But I won't bore you with the highlights because I already erased the tape. We don't want to hear that. Do we? 
And how about those Panther highlights, huh? I bet you Mike Emmerich had some great calls, but then again, I come home and I had uh, the Detroit-St. Uh, Louis game or some piece of crap like that. What is, what is that? Can you hear that? Foghorn. Oh, Max must be eating something bad again. Uh-oh. 1056 at WIOD.